0: I'm
1: ready when you are that. Oh, you are? <laughs> whenever you're ready, yeah.
0: If she says she's ready, she is ready.
1: Let's do this. <laughs> well, I'm trying, right? <laughs> hey
0: everybody, this is Thursday, June twenty-fourth. Yesterday was my dad's birthday, by the way. This is the producer's happy hour, and today we're we're gonna get real and Talk about what's ailing a lot of us.
1: Well, I'll start by saying we're two producers on opposite coasts. Lawrence Lewis is in L.A., and I'm Sister Christian in New York. And we're chatting over drinks about what it means to be a good producer. Understanding, of course, it's more important now than ever before.
0: It really is. And we want to hear from you, so please join the conversation at producershappyhourgroup.com or email us at producershappyhour@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your thoughts, your ideas for, for shows, or if you want to be on the show, anything you want, hit us up.
1: And, you know, very importantly, because of algorithms, we need for you, please, to take a moment and go um, to Apple Podcasts, rate and review us so that other people like you can experience our show. Because, you know, how else are they going to find us besides algorithms?
0: <laughs> and we're all controlled by the algorithm. Exactly. And if you, have, if you have questions for us, join us for Office Hours. We believe in mentorship and sharing information in this business. So, you know, if you're new to the industry or you're stuck somewhere in your career and just want to talk to a producer, hit us up. Same email producershappyhour at gmail.com.
1: Yes, we love talking about ourselves and giving advice. So please, <laughs> <Get us up. laughs>
0: hence the podcast. Christian, what are you drinking?
1: Well, I want to hear yours first.
0: I'm just having a simple stone delicious IPA. That's it. You
1: with these IPAs, it's like. I know. I know. It's a thing. Well, I ventured out to something that was, you know, easy peasy, but also like turned out to be really good. Are you familiar with Cazadores tequila? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, George, mm-hmm. they now have their own seltzers.
0: Oh, heart seltzers. And
1: so, uh, uh-huh, ah. yes. And so, or, you know, margaritas and spicy margaritas. And I have to tell you, they were delicious. <laughs> and I bought some last night and had you know served them to a guest, mm-hmm. and then have continued now. So it's perfect. <laughs> well, they, they They're delicious. They're Stay delicious. on the train.
0: Stay on the train. It sounds delicious. I'm not
1: well. Yeah. Well, it's good to begin with, but I have to say, like sometimes that you know hard seltzer does not translate. <laughs> Yeah, You know, Bud Light hard seltzer does not translate no. quite as what you'd want it to be. So yeah. these are really good because it's totally so. different.
0: It's fermented fruit, right? And it's, it's it's
1: like malt liquor. You know, it's like uh, what? this. I would I would liken it to what this day and a you know thirty years ago what a wine cooler was. Yeah, remember when wine coolers came out? Yeah,
0: so. Bartles and James.
1: Delicious. <laughs> I actually, had some Seagram Sea Breezes the other day, but yeah, no way. I, I digress. I know. I, I mean, anything that colorful. Could not be good for you. (laughs) No,
0: definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. All right. So, obviously, hey, we missed last week. Sorry, everybody. But, man, it is. Well, it was
1: important, I think.
0: What was important?
1: Well, I mean, neither one of us could do last week. Yeah. Yeah. For a few reasons. And it was because it was work and family issues and, you Mm -hmm. know, just like the inability to articulate. Oh, sometimes you get so busy, you, you can't even articulate what you know is happening and then <laughs> on top <laughs> and then on top of that it's you know it's also just really hard right now to admit that you are not doing okay with opening back up and i just feel like the anxiety is at a high level right now
0: that's what it seems like and that's what we're going to talk about today so yeah, uh, exactly. It, it, last week was very, very busy for both of us. Family, family mm-hmm. issues as well for you, Christian, and and the stress is real. So we took some time off. I didn't even like post about it or anything. So apologies that we just kind of went dark on on everyone for the week. But hey, we're back here. We are, and that's what we're going to talk about is work life balance, work anxiety, because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are feeling it. Right? How what's you, you had a rough week. How are you doing this week?
1: You know, I feel like I have so much to do that I don't want to do any of it. It's like you don't know where to start. So I can't, I, like, I can't. Or And I know for sure that I'm having an issue with not completing. Like, I feel like I can't finish anything. Yeah. Because, you know, like, this one's in limbo and that's in limbo. And so when I get asked, like, is this done yet? I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, there was one thing I was waiting on. Like, I can't. I just feel it's not about time management Mm -mm. and it's not about organization or having a notebook or any of that shit, because, you know, that's kind of come second nature to us. It's actually about being so busy that I think of something by the time I get, I I look down and type something into my computer, I have forgotten what I need to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is something I've just never experienced in my life. You know, I, I you know can do high level jobs and manage my own life and all of these things, but I'm not able to do it now. I don't. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was 20 years of being able to do it, and then all of a sudden our brain shut off for two months last year, and I'm still resetting from it. <laughs> for but two I, months, I don't even know. Well, yeah, I will. You know, that's you true. I I, we
0: did. We did. We did back go back to work, to work. Like right Yeah, away. yeah. It, it felt like I did. I mean, like I, did. I,
1: mean I, yeah. I filmed something last May with a bunch of DPs in their own homes. That's like it just. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't know. I can't. And I'm, I think part of the anxiety that I feel is, is that I can theorize and pinpoint a lot of things that I think is going on. But I think collectively as a community, we're a, a lot of people are feeling this way and we can't quite put our thumb on it, you know,
0: hundred mm-hmm. percent. And I know I've definitely been going through that as well. And not knowing where it's coming from, just like you said, it's like, you know, we used to be able to do these jobs and move through life and move through all of it. And as much as, you know, the jobs were, jobs were even bigger back then, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And that now all of a sudden, and I do have to say, I I was starting to experience some work related anxiety a little bit. Anxiety is a strong word, maybe stress before the pandemic, Mm -hmm. but then opening up last year, and doing some massive jobs and complicated jobs during all of it, then that's when the anxiety really, really bubbled back up for me. And yeah, and here it is. And now I have to really kind of acknowledge it. And I'm so glad that being able to talk about mental health is a lot more acceptable these days. Because it's 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 very real.
1: It's very real. And I think that us talking about it a lot, like the more we all talk about it, the more it becomes second nature to discuss it. And I do think that if you know that other people are experiencing what you're experiencing, then it makes it okay for you to experience it. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit yeah. more, like maybe not okay, but you, you don't feel like you're the, you're, um, the only person out there going through this and like, why can't, I mean, nobody else is having this problem. So why am I having it? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, I think, I think it's very, it's a very real sense right now. I hear it in people's voices everywhere from other EPs to like all the way down to PAs, but also clients. I hear it from, I heard it from a casting director. I've heard it from a recruiter. I've heard it from so many different people across the entire industry that they're feeling this way,
0: yeah, a hundred percent. And more, more and more people I talk to, it's definitely. I don't know if everyone's going through the you know levels of anxiety that you and I talk about, but there's definitely rethinking about you know how this business works and how much longer people can participate in it. At least in my circle of people, I think the morale is low. Morale, morale is, is low.
1: It's pretty low right now, and that and and you like one person coming in to be like, everything's great. It does not work anymore. Like you can usually change the mood in a room mm-hmm. <laughs> by, by injecting positive attitude, but that's not working anymore because people are really, they're isolating even yeah. when in. And I think that there's something else going on too. Like we were trusted for the last year and few months to work independently at home on our own. And now there's a push for companies to get people back into the office, but we all but a lot of and so yes, that's great for some. Mm -hmm. But I think there should be somewhat of a choice with that. Because even though you know like I think that not everybody works better. Yeah. Commuting to work and then home from work. I think that what we weren't receiving before the shutdown was being treated like an individual. But also as part of a team, I think coming back, you know, like it says, I think we should be paying more attention to individuals needs as well.
0: Yeah. I remember when we spoke with Susan Ruit anderson and we were talking about putting, you know, sick days in the budget. So if somebody was feeling yeah. sick, they could be covered and not have to worry about it and maybe doubling up on some crew in case, you know, somebody fell ill and of course you know that those were all those were kind of pipe dreams i guess but
1: well the whole yeah like it it all feels like a pipe dream of wanting you know like you know, naive Christian optimist. You know, out there felt like, "Hey, uh, we're going to come back, and people are going to be like, you know, kinder to each other, and our hours are going to be better, and all the things that we that we discussed that were the you know the crux of us you know having like of our woes, you know that you know, and we were designing euphoria coming back. It's I'm not going to say it's worse, but I'm going to say that my my ability to handle it is not as strong as it used to be.
0: Same here, and I'm always wondering is it is it you know I'm getting older? Am I just not able to handle as much? But then the more and more that, people I talk no to, yeah, <laughs> stop that!
1: Don't even. Put that the
0: more mind. more people I talk to, it sounds like no, this is this is a thing that's happening to a lot of people something has shifted. Something has shifted in our psyche or in the business or in the way we operate. I think for me, a big part of it, two big things that I know, and obviously we're into the show topic. Here we are. We're talking about it. But, you know, like last year when we came back and I did one of my first jobs and, you know, we were, we were experiencing civil unrest. We were going through the biggest fires California has ever had. There was literally ash raining down upon us yeah. from the sky because of the fires. And there's still civil unrest happening. You know, cops are killing, you know, black people. And it's just like so many things were happening. And I'm standing there making a, you know, a TV commercial. And I think that really threw me for a loop as to, you know, what is the value and what we do when we put so much of ourselves into it? We, we We, you know, some of these jobs, you know, we're moving mountains, you know, it's just so much, right. such a big volume of work and such a big, Volume of money and financial responsibility rests on our shoulders in these situations. I mean, one wrong move, especially now with the way jobs are budgeted. They're so slim. They're so narrow. One wrong move, and and it could be, you know, financially disastrous. So it's like, for what? For a TV commercial. And so why am I putting my body emotions and stress through all that for a multimillion-dollar corporation? And their advertising (laughs) campaign. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but like those were the things I was going through last year. And I'm sure that's trickling into today.
1: Well, yes. And and it's not Debbie Downer. It's just more like how much, I mean, you know, the old things, blood from a stone. Like I get that. Yeah. But, you know, and then we also have the flip side of being freelance and like, well, there's always somebody younger out there willing to do what uh we're doing. But again, that's not it. I think, you know, and we've touched on it a few times this season, but I think that, you know, in reality, what is happening is we're seeing production shift because of our efficiencies. And I, because last year we efficiently made commercials happen with, you know, 10 crew members or less, Mm -hmm. the thirst for streaming, you know, like was, you know, everyone's on their couch or whatever the narrative was, which wasn't true, but right. I know. Streaming services are now, it's everywhere streaming. So nobody's watching television or receiving content the way that they used to. And so the landscape of commercial production, especially, is changing before our eyes.
0: Mm-hmm. It is. Yes.
1: And we're yeah. all experiencing that. And it is in the traditional ways we used to do it are now. Again, we were innovative. We made it happen. We, but there's, and we've said this a million times. Like, we're it's never going to be the way it was. Right. So I think what we're part of the anxiety that we're feeling are these. I wouldn't even call them growing pains. I would say shifting pains mm-hmm. because the industry has shifted in a in a very significant way. Right. Because, coming out, and we're not going to see the. It's not going to be like streamlined, you know exactly. Like I don't think we're going to be pinpoint exactly how it's changed for another six months or so,
0: or a year, really.
1: True. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, because it, well, you know, Delta's coming. <laughs> 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 so, I'm not joking about it, but I'm joking about it because I mean, seriously, get a, get vaccinated. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, there there there's
1: there's sh- <laughs> says get <getting> vaccinated. <laughs> there's so
0: many there's so many potential downfalls of us still coming out of this from variants to to economic collapse <laughs> to inflation. We've learned about our supply lines are so fragile like all of those things at least for me. think are working into my psyche and I feel still like we're going through some really trepidatious times you know it's like we're not just done LA's open June 15th great we're out we're going to restaurants and bars that's wonderful that's exciting but I think there's there's still we're still in a little bit of trouble and we still have a lot of cleanup to do for the damage that happened last year. And that's definitely weighing on me, and I would imagine it's weighing on some other people as well.
1: Yeah, and I, I've been now here in LA. You can just walk, like if you're vaccinated on your honor, you can just walk in without a mask anywhere. Which, again, I'm thankful for. I'm, not, I, I don't want it, but I'm hesitant because we were, I mean, habit of leaving your house with a mask was a, a solid yeah. year and two yeah. months. Uh So it is weird for me to not do it now. And I know that I can because I, you know, I am fully vaccinated, but I just, it just, I don't know why, I don't know why I'm so hesitant to do it or like to go into crap because I used to be a social, I used to be much more social than I am now.
0: Yeah. I think it, yeah, it all, it, it did a number on all of us. And yeah, it does feel strange to go into an establishment with, without the mask on and but here it is. The, the time came, and hopefully it stays. Because <laughs> I can't imagine going going back down again. That would be well. Kind, I mean, disastrous. It'll
1: all be Orange County. If so, <laughs> <laughs> stop, Christian. Stop. <laughs> There'll be some Sacramento and Fresno in there too. Don't worry. <laughs> what are you
0: Sorry. What are you doing to cope with your anxiety, your stress, and all that stuff? Because you you. you Go ahead.
1: That's an interesting question because I was asked that two days ago and I drew a blank. Okay. And that's usually not like me. And I just, I need to, I understand that I'm not doing anything to to anything because I'm just literally trying to get through the day with my workload and Mm -hmm. my personal stuff. And so if that's the case, then holy shit, like you, I mean, like, come on, I got to get I got to, you know, like, and there's no saying snap out of it because there's no, there's no snapping out of this. There needs to be, yeah, I need to, I need to produce myself. How are you doing? Like, what are you doing?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, exactly that. Uh, trying to produce myself a little more and trying to regiment myself a little more. I think the things that I've been doing recently, and this is only within the last two weeks, I'm by no means uh, an expert on solving these anxiety things. I'm reading a book. It's been very helpful. It's called Living Without the Fear of Fear. And it, it's helpful. And there are some tips in there that's more than just, you know, breathing and and, you know, meditation, which I'm doing both of those. But the main thing that I'm doing is I'm now getting up an hour earlier than I used to
1: it sounds very Josh Jupiter ish. Keep going, <laughs> uh, and trust
0: me, I am <laughs> so way. I'm so anti this. You know, I don't know if you see these ads, but I see these ads from like these ripped guys on Facebook, and they're like, "I get up at four thirty every day. My routine is intense, and that's how you are a success in business and in life." And it's just like, shut the hell up! I'm not doing that. But I get up. I'm getting up an hour than I used to, earlier than I used to, and I'm dedicating that time to just myself. I'm not opening my computer. I'm not looking at text messages or, or answering anything. I'm taking that time to exercise. And that is really helpful. I, that really, really helps me. I look forward to it. And I used to exercise like crazy. But now with this mm. workload, I can't fit it in. You know, 8.15 rolls around and it, my day's like done in a blink of an eye. It's four. So getting up earlier. Gives me that time to do, and it's just modest exercise; it's not nothing major. But I'm enjoying <laughs> it. Mean,
1: I, I know you're, you're like CrossFit. You know, like, I, I get it. You're not like CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> not CrossFit. Yes. I used to be. Yes. I used
0: to do Muay Thai kickboxing, but that, oh, that
1: Jesus, exactly. That, yeah, that
0: that was a while ago. So I'm just kind of getting back into some sort of physical activity, just because of my workload. I don't have time to go out and get my daily coffee. I'm not a coffee, morning coffee drinker. I drink in the, coffee in the afternoon, espresso drinks in the afternoon. And I don't do that. And the book that I'm reading talks about your gut has a lot to do, the health of your gut has a lot to do with, with anxiety issues. So cutting coffee has actually made me feel a ton better, a lot better. And that was just a mistake. And I just haven't mm-hmm. craved it, haven't thought about it. And my gut feels a lot better for it. The other thing that I have been obsessed with podcasts and I would put on anytime I would go in the shower <laughs> or I'd. Play a podcast in the bathroom. Anytime I go walk, you know, three blocks to grab a bite to eat, I'm going to listen to six minutes of a podcast. Just because I felt like I was getting some information in, into my day that that was useful and knowledgeful. I found if I just don't do that, I'll listen to the news in the morning, and that is it. I listen to music instead. Wow. I feel so much better and. Yeah. That's been a big change for That's pretty for me.
1: dedicated. I mean, but that's a huge change. Like, I mean, like you have to really concentrate on that, dedicating.
0: Well, but you know what? I think it's one of those things that you realize you don't miss it, I've, you know? And it's like... I don't really miss it. There isn't really anything that I miss from, I don't really miss the coffee. I don't really miss the podcast. I'm really enjoying getting back into music. And I think those things are just helping declutter my brain a bit. And then I do the, you know, I do the Headspace app and then I do some breathing and that kind of stuff in the morning. My my now personal hour morning routine. And that's been helping. It's been helping. I'm not solved. I'm not cured. But it does help me move through the day a little bit better.
1: Oh, okay, (laughs) fine. Fix me. (laughs)
0: We'll talk, we'll talk. I'll send you, I'll send you a list.
1: (laughs) Send me the book, fine. I'll send you the book. (laughs) I, I, but that's my, but that's, I guess what I'm at. There's so much that I don't know where to start. So I don't do anything. I think that's a big takeaway. I I would like for people to understand that it is a, it's unbelievable. I've never experienced anything like this in my life and it's just sheer amount of like I can't even begin. Sometimes, yeah, I'm getting shit done. Don't get me wrong. Of course, it would. But I used to be more efficient.
0: Yeah, I used to be more efficient as well. And I don't know what happened over the past (laughs) year and a half, two years, but something shifted. And I'm trying to find that efficiency and that drive again to get up and make everything seem achievable. I think it's 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 a bit of a challenge these days. But uh, you can get yourself back there. It's all neurotransmitters, and you can work those back up and get yourself back to where you're not paralyzed by your to-do list. It's possible. It just okay. takes, it takes work.
1: <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll work I on the side
0: it. and I'll send you a bill.
1: <laughs> okay. Done. <laughs> done. <laughs> I love it.
0: Now, you recently, in our last couple of minutes here, you recently put out a message on CoPros asking people about stress and anxiety and if anybody was interested in uh tell me about it what, what was what was it you you put out there
1: well i just feel like if i'm having this pro- like again i think it's part of the if i'm if i'm feeling this and i'm the high-powered savvy producer that i know that <laughs> I am, <laughs> then there are people and we've never I, i've always felt like we've just never had a a very good support system within Mm -hmm. our production community Mm -hmm. because we've never been unionized and we're all like a type personalities. And then it does, it doesn't even lend to our job because our job says, you know, we have to immediately be good at what we're doing. Like, we're not allowed to ask questions. We have to know everything. And yeah. if somebody tells you to do something, you're like, no problem. And then you figure it out. Like, yeah. we don't we, we've created the environment that we're absolutely isolated in our own, like, workflow. And so it just felt important to me and I've always wanted to, but I felt important to me that I just wanted to offer. I I know if I'm feeling this, then there are multiple people out there Mm. feeling this. So I think that we should start a um, production support group. Yeah. So I put it it out there and I definitely had some takers on it, but I haven't even, I just, Mm, I I, too busy. You just reminded me that I'm like, (laughs) Oh fuck, I need to like tell, I, I mean, this is it. This is. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to form the email later to everybody and just be like, Hey, like, this is what happened. I could not even. Get back I to wanted to do it but I couldn't yeah. even get back to it so and that it's the truth so I think that w- that's part of the support that I need and that everybody needs out there is to actually get some support
0: yeah if we can't even carve time out of our day for us to to meditate or, or exercise or something carving time out of our day to put together a group like that it's all challenging but I love that you <sighs> started it it's <That's> important. <laughs> You put up <laughs> exactly. the post out, and then tonight you are going to respond to some people, I and mean, yes. we'll get it. We'll get it going. It's also I all know. part. It's all part of the mentorship thing that we've been talking about too, right? There is no yeah. mentorship. There is no sharing information. There is no education, and there is no you know support. You know, we call just each imagine other. Imagine
1: your career if you would have had that.
0: I night and day. I I was just going to say, you know, we call each other once a week now. Like, hey, I've got this problem. What do you think I should do about this? Yeah. Well, it's not that we don't know the answer. We, no. it just having a we're sounding, confirming
1: that we we're confirming that
0: we know the answer. Yeah, exactly.
1: And that's just not something that we, I mean, to be honest, that, that we've, we did on a regular basis before the pandemic. And I think it's something that we developed because we needed it. And we also craved that support. So I, yeah. And it's just foreign because we never had it coming up through the business. It was Mm -hmm. a catch as catch can. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) Don't admit you don't know something. Yeah,
1: I know. And I I think people who admit that they don't know something are some of the smartest people out there because they're the strongest spinning their wheels. They're just nobody spinning their wheels. And we're just like, great, then let me tell you how to do it. Yeah. I'm not there's no judgment based on it it's just it, but we've somehow believed that to be true that there's judgment they're not going to think that I can handle it.
0: it exactly exactly if anybody wants in on it hit us up producers hour gmail.com I would
1: love that producers happy hour was created with the help of Christopher Daniels who is a treatment designer and he created the logo and branding for us
0: and Kyle Puccia, who's a music composer for commercials, film, and TV. He created the show music you're listening to right now.
1: This episode was edited by the amazing Eric Beals.
0: <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll try to be back next week. Hopefully, we can keep to a, <laughs> to a regular schedule. I mean,
1: maybe. I mean, it'll be July already. And please keep being safe out there. I know what it's like. So
0: Yeah. Send us your voice recordings or your emails. Or if you want to join our support group, producershappyhour at gmail.com.
1: Lawrence, how do people get a hold of
0: you? Two ways. Voiceoflawrence.com for voiceover work or com for producing. How about you?
1: Sisterchristianproduces.com. Bye, everybody. Bye.